As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. So uh, is this your show or my show? This is all you. So um, that being said, uh, apparently uh, Morgan has always sometimes liked to enjoy hearing some of the thoughts that I may have. Welcoming on her show uh, said that a lot of people, you know, did make a uh, outpour of comments regarding, you know, dad. Apparently, some people have a lot of things going on in their minds that they would like to have a father advice. And not only am I Morgan's dad, I'm always glad to help anybody if they have a, a question or a thought they want to share to give a point of view. doesn't mean my point of view is always right, but you know, I learned from other people in youth, and I would be happy to share my thoughts with people. Apparently, there's quite a bit of, of people that have sent Uh, questions in and as much as I want to get to everybody obviously we can only take a few at a time but let's see how it goes this is all brand new and we're going to see if it works and if it does we're going to continue and we hope it will grow and we can all become one big family in a, in, in a sense of a word of trust so with that I'm Jerry Morgan's dad and this is my daughter Morgan <laughs> who Hi. you all know <laughs> But maybe, maybe not. We don't know where people are going to be coming from after this first episode. So, hi guys, and welcome to the very first episode of Father, Father Knows, Knows Something. Something. My dad, if you're not familiar with me, my name is Morgan. I'm the host of Two Hot Takes podcast. And my dad is one of the most incredible, eccentric, wise, goofy people I know. And... We found that there was a need for fatherly advice and just a wise take. So here we are with Father Knows Something. So let's see where it goes. Let's see where it goes. So this first listener goes, this is a situation that I usually go to my dad for, but as you'll see, I can't exactly ask him about it. I, 22 female, have always had a great relationship with my dad. My parents are going on 30 years of marriage and are very religious, so they ran a tight ship growing up. 
I am the middle child, my older sister is two years older, and my younger brother is six years younger than me. Since I was a baby, I was a daddy's girl. He took me to work, did sports with me, took me with him when it was his turn to do the groceries. We now go to eat at least once every two weeks, and it is only just the two of us. You get the gist. Even my siblings say I am the favorite child. A couple of weeks ago, we had some family over, and my dad usually leaves his phone unattended when it is charging. Everyone was at the dinner table, and I was in the family room. It is an open floor plan. Mindlessly watching TikToks with his phone connected in the outlet next to the couch where he left it, his phone started buzzing with some texts, and I peeked over and saw some girl's name I didn't recognize texting him some pretty dot 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 inappropriate stuff. I couldn't hold it back, and without anyone noticing, I unlocked his phone and went through the conversation. I read stuff no child should ever know their parent is saying, and I wish I could unsee all of it. Then, curiosity got the best of me, and I peeped into all of his conversations and saw that he was texting some pretty explicit stuff to multiple girls, most of them half his age. I started having a full-on anxiety attack and called my best friend to come get me out of there because I had to cry and scream. I don't know the extent of these relationships he has had with these women, much less if it is only them or there are others. I also saw he sent money to some of them for gas, bills, nothing over $20, but I am still so offended by that specifically because my parents have been struggling a little for the past months. I know relationships have hiccups and that no one is perfect, but since this happened, I can't even look him in the eye. I am disgusted and repulsed, especially because I came out to him a couple of years ago and he had the audacity to tell me it went against God, that I had to repent, but that he still loved me. He caught on to the fact that I am avoiding him, and he told me that he is treating me to my favorite restaurant this weekend because he misses me. Do I confront him? Do I tell my mom? Do I stay out of it? My first inclination is, is that this is obviously going to affect your relationship with your dad. And I think that the most important thing that you do is that you're able to have a relationship of honesty back and forth. And now that you, however you, you found the information, however it happened, it's happened. You can't, you can't put the, the jelly beans back in the bag in this one. So I really do say you have to have a, an honest conversation with your dad uh, first, because this is really part of the relationship that you're feeling and that you're experiencing with trust and things with him. The relationship that he, that, that he has with your mom, that's his relationship. But this is about your relationship with him. Your relationship will, will, will never be the same if you guys can't have honesty. So my feeling is confront him in, in a way that's non-confrontational, but you have to say, look, this happened and I'm trying to deal with it and we need to talk about it because this is all down to a respect um, situation that I, I may have with you. 
and it's going to affect our relationship. And, and I'm not going to bury it. So my thing is, yeah, have a, converse, have a conversation. You feel that this individual should talk with him first and foremost? Yes. Okay. Keep the mom out of it? Yes. At this point in time? Yes. Okay. She's finding an offense to it. She's having a problem with it. With her dad? With her dad. Okay. So if, if something that, you know, there's things in life that you may have had an issue with me. And we've always been very direct and open and honest. And, you know, obviously I, obviously I don't lie, lie to you at all. I've always been very candid with you. And, and, I, and I believe that, if, look, the fact that he brought God and all this other stuff with her, you know, she can say whatever she wants. But the bottom line is that he is lying to her. Or maybe not. Maybe he hasn't. Maybe she hasn't confronted him yet. But I think she definitely has to have the conversation. I think there's definitely some line, considering she found it on, you know, his phone accidentally. She, she, she didn't search for it. It just no. popped up. Do you feel that, you know, he's married? They've been married for thirty years. Do you feel he's being a little hypocritical? I mean, his child came out to him as gay and Absolutely. he said that his child needs to repent. That's something that she, she herself has to, you know, deal with, with him. Mm-hmm. The bottom line is he is far from, from pure. There's issues and she needs, he, in order for her relationship to be what it could be or grow, they're going to have to come clean with one another. What he does with his, with, with his wife or her mom, that's something that they may have a discussion about. But that's not really for her to do. She can press him to do it. You know, give him an opportunity to go get it. You know, to, you know, to come clean. Because obviously now she knows something that she feels that she may have a responsibility to her mom. I I, I can't answer that one, but I do know for sure she needs to go have a conversation with him immediately. So what if she has a conversation with him? Okay. And it doesn't go well, and he says. Don't you dare tell your mother about what you saw. Does she then have a responsibility to tell her mom? Her mom may say, why didn't you tell me? Why did you lie to me? I mean, there, she, she has the ability of certainly saying, Dad, you got 48 hours to come clean. You don't want mom to know from me. Let her know from you. But you got to, this thing is, is ugly. Don't put me in this position. Fix it. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the affair. You did. Mm-hmm. I'm not having these communications. You did. It just popped in my face. I don't want to be in the place where I have to have a secret from mom. You come clean with mom and you guys work it out. Whatever happens, that's your business. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a part. I don't want to be a part of all this. So when asking OP, do you have an ideal outcome? They respond, I just need some advice on how to go forward. Maybe some perspective. Thank you. Would you change anything you said? No, I believe in integrity. Okay. I think uh, I think that's some great advice. Okay. On to the next one. Okay, let's go. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. So up next... Hi. My dad passed a while ago from cancer. I, 27, love to ask other dads questions. I got married last year and my new father-in-law is straight up, all caps, mean to me. He is extremely conservative and has some very hateful, closed-minded values. He does not respect women at all. I am the complete opposite. This drives him crazy. He's always trying to fight about something. His most recent comment really got to me. My husband, 28, is very successful. He went to a great college and got an amazing job right out of school. I, however, chose to not go to college and got married young. I should add that I, for lack of a better phrase, am a, quote, trust fund baby. So this is one of the big reasons I was comfortable not going to college. I am extremely aware of how blessed I am to have had that, and no, I'm not a huge brat. LOL. My previous husband was very abusive to me, and thankfully, I was able to get out. When my husband and I first started dating, my father-in-law asked him if I, quote, ran my mouth too much, implying that I asked for my ex-husband to abuse me. He's always making extremely shitty comments like this. Anyways, I have regrets about my decision to not go to college, and that's always been a sore subject for me. My father-in-law knows this. I am now working as a nanny, happily remarried to the sweetest, most gentle, tender-hearted man I know. The other night over family dinner, my baby nephew started to cry. My father-in-law chimed in and said, Let her get him. The only degree she has is a Mrs. degree. She might as well put it to use. Referring to me. I was so upset. My husband, of course, told his dad to stop and that it was really mean. His dad just laughed. This just felt like the final straw for me. My breaking point. There have been countless times where my father-in-law has said and done things like this to me. My mother-in-law sits back and watches him behave this way. Despite my husband telling him not to act this way several times, he never stops. I've even gone into it with him and left several family group chats. It never gets better. Everyone's excuses, quote, 
That's just how he is. He will never change. Just ignore it. I want to cut him off. But I know that we can't do that since we still have a good relationship with the rest of the family. How would you handle this? I don't want to say it's up to your husband to come to your rescue. Um, obviously, you don't need uh, your father-in-law in your life to be treated this way. No one needs to be degraded. And because you did not go to college doesn't make you better or worse. I really never graduated college. And I don't think that anyone has ever uh, certainly made any insultive remarks to me regarding it. The most important thing that you really need to do is you, you can literally put this guy out of your life. You can say, uh, without ever getting excited, without ever yelling, but with sheer um, elegance is the way I would handle it. Let him know that if he wishes to be in your life, or, or have a, a relationship with his son without you around it. You're, you have no interest in coming around to be abused. And you could tell your husband, I'm not telling you what to do, and I'm not telling you who to see, but if you stand with me and stand by me, you would never allow anyone to degrade me. So my answer is clearly, you put your foot down, but you must do it with absolute elegance, not with yelling, not screaming, not swearing, the, the cleaner that you deliver the message, the more serious he's going to take you. So you must articulate this thing absolutely clear, concise, and with, with proudness. Don't give in to anything other than that. And that's the way you control a bully. And that's what this guy is. He's clearly a bully and has no respect and probably has no respect for women. So when dealing with someone that is misogynistic like this, OP writes, despite my husband telling him to not act like this several times, he never stops. What would a script sound like for you that might make it stick? Like what could OP really say to him to... Land at home. I I think that she first has a conversation with her husband to let him know that this is, that it's not going to be tolerated by, when I say me, by her. Okay. And she's not asking him to come save her, but he has to be very, be prepared that she is going to have a conversation with her father-in-law to let him know that, that his behavior is not acceptable, purely. And he may not respect her right now but he will respect her going forward because this is not going to continue this way. Do you feel that dealing with people like this, even if he's misogynistic and even if she identifies as a woman, do you think that her laying down the hammer like that and saying, you're not welcome in my home if you treat me like this, do you think that will have an impact on someone like this? Uh, Not at first. He's going, to, he's going to look and laugh at her because he believes that he can still do whatever he wants and his son's going to let him in. His son has to back, back her up. And if he doesn't have the spine to back her up, she's got another issue to contend with. Mm-hmm. She hasn't had children with this fellow yet. No note of it so far. So you know, this is the time that she has to make a determination. And, and her son has, or her husband has to make the determination. He is a husband first and a son second. Or is he a son first and a husband second? 
I think that's the, that's the thing that they have to discover together. But she wants to be married to a man, purely. And, it, and they don't need anything from the father other than the fact respect and, and love. And if he can't provide that, then does she want her children around this idiot? You know, she's young, but she certainly has all the ability of processing all this now and seeing everything, the implications that come from it. She is 27, mm -hmm. so... The way you deliver the message is going to set the standard. It's you, you know, giving this, you know, delivering the message to him that he clearly sees in your eyes that you're not threatening him. You're just letting him know that this is not going to be permitted. And he, he wants to behave like, you know, a caveman. He's welcome to do it, but go do it down the street in the cave, not in your home. <laughs> so one thing I want to highlight. Yeah. Everyone's excuses, quote, that's just how he is. He will never change. Just ignore it. So OP wants to cut him off. Okay. Do you think at this point cutting him off would be valid? If she can articulate this and, and, and deliver the message clearly, concisely, and again, most importantly, elegance. Because she's a woman and he has no respect for women, okay. she has to hold herself in the proper highest esteem okay. to be effective. And again, you must make sure that your husband is clearly aware what's going to come down. He doesn't have to have a talk with it. You don't, you don't, you know, you can certainly tell your husband, I'm not telling you to have a talk with your dad. I'm going to have the talk with your dad because I'm the guy that I'm the person that's having the problem. Mm -hmm. But when he comes to you to say, override your, you know, what's wrong with your wife, your husband stands with you. I mean, it, it, if he doesn't get that, then he's, then he's part of the problem. He's in the doghouse too. He's in the doghouse too. Yeah. The classier that you hold yourself, the more effective you are with the other individual. And if you simply put yourself on that level, they can't do a thing about it. They don't know how to deal with it. It puts them off their footing. When you come at somebody without control, you know, fuck you and you asshole and you son of a bitch, you become ineffective. I certainly did not come at you consistently yelling at you throughout your life and scream at the top of my lungs. The angrier or more frustrated I became with something with, with all my kids, I got quieter when I would deliver the message. Sometimes I would lose my shit. There's no doubt. <laughs> yeah, you definitely punched a hole in a wall once or twice. <laughs> once. You still got to go fix that shit. <laughs> Just challenging my father. <laughs> blaming. Milton came out in you. Yes, but the bottom line was is that, you know, Typically, I would always try to be as calm and articulate as I could possibly be to, to make sure that I was effective in a conversation. So you don't think it's so much as a gender thing, but you think if she's more eloquent, it I, might be more received. I, I absolutely. I okay. think that she has, she has to outwit him. I like that. So when asking, do you have an ideal outcome, they respond... Never talk to my father-in-law again, but I know this can happen. So ideally, have him respect me. Would you change any of your advice based no. on that? No. Okay. I stay with it. I, uh, I think it's solid. On to the next one. Okay. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. So up next, I want to ask my stepdad to adopt me. I would like some advice. English is my second language. Sorry in advance. My mom married my stepdad when I was 12. I'm now 22. I have a sister that comes from that marriage, and my stepdad is an absolute angel. Has been there for me, even when I made some bad decisions. He has never made me feel like I had to call him dad, nor was expecting it. He just made it really clear that he was there for me if I ever needed it. He paid for my education and would wake me up every day at 5 a.m. so he could drive me to school because I started at 7. He is truly an amazing partner to my mom and an amazing dad to me and my sister. Now I call him dad. I love him and I'm beginning to consider him to adopt me in the future. Parentheses, don't know how and when, but I want to be his daughter take his last name, and remove my biological last name since I've always felt like an outsider to my whole family, and my relationship with him now makes me feel like I have a father figure and a special bond with someone I can call dad. Here's where I have a bit of a problem. Although I have no relationship with my biological father, I do have it with my uncle, who I'm very close to since he is my age. Son of my grandpa's second marriage, and my grandpa. He is a wonderful man. He has always stayed in contact with me and my mom, has always made sure I'm always okay, and now he is helping me to pay for college. We talk on a regular basis, and he has always wished well for my mom and my family. He's a bit old school, and although he has never interfered on that fact that I want nothing to do with my dad, he has mentioned a couple of times that, quote, forgiveness is something that we are all capable of and that he's sure there is forgiveness in my heart and that, quote, he would love if I could find peace in my heart to talk to my dad someday. I've always left my feelings clear and set a boundary. I've been meaning to tell him that I want my stepdad to adopt me but I have a feeling he might get upset or sad. But in my heart, I want my stepdad to be my dad, legally and everything. A part of me is holding back since I don't want my grandpa to be upset or anything, but at the end of the day, I am ready to be my stepdad's daughter. That is what I want. If I remember correctly, Jerry is also a stepdad, and I would love your perspective and advice. Help. You know, and I speak to you, OP, forgiveness in your heart is 
welcomed. And that's, that's great. But you taking your stepdad's last name is not because of, of anger or bitterness to your biological father. It's to the respect of the uh, relationship that you formed with your stepdad. He's your dad. He's the one that you call dad. Yours truly over here. She knows both her father and she knows me as her dad. And the guy that got up in the morning when she was one years old to change her from the moment she was born was this guy you're looking at. She is my daughter. I don't look at her as a stepdaughter. I don't look at her brother as a stepson. I look, I have three kids. It's simple because when you have that relationship, that gift that you share with your stepdad, it says it all. Now, Morgan has adoption papers that I've, <laughs> I found the other day, and she's waiting for the judge to sign it or for her to go see the judge, who's, you know, by the way, someone that's close to us. But, you know, they're there. And and far as you talking to your stepdad, he is going to be nothing but honored. And you can do it now. When Morgan and I brought, when Morgan actually brought this up to me, I said, I think she was 12 at the time that she originally, that this conversation happened. I said, when you're 18, the papers are here. And when you are an adult and you want to sign them, I'm honored for you to take my last name. My, my hesitation is only that you are an adult when you make this decision and that you make it with, with all the ability that comes with it. But I'm your dad either way. Does, the paper is not going to make a difference. And far as your uncle or your, your grandfather goes, I think you share with them the fact that what this fella put into it and that you love them and there's nothing against your love for your, you know, for your grandfather or your uncle. They, they are your grandfather and they're your uncle. But you also have to be respectful to the relationship that this man has done for the years of your life that, you, that he's been there for you. And I'm, I'm glad and I'm so pleased to hear that you have that relationship with him. It's beautiful. And it warms my heart. And obviously there was something about this story that Morgan saw to bring it to our attention. Um, I couldn't be prouder of my daughter, and I, and I can tell you that your stepfather could be no less proud of you and glad that you're in his life because it, f it fills our life. And you have filled my life. And, <laughs> and you bring me delight every day. Stop, you make me cry okay. more than I already do on your podcast and mine. So if you were going to give OP a script, how would you word it? to her grandfather breaking the news. Straightforward to say that I love you. This is nothing against forgiveness for, for my dad. I, I, the relationship that, that I have with him or he has with me is what we'll make of it. But that's not to take away the fact that this fella has been my father mm -hmm. daily, day in and day out, and I'm giving him this gift. That's it. And it's, yeah. and it's no, it's, not that I don't love you. I love you, and you are my grandfather. I recognize that. And she, if she says that with conviction, and obviously she feels it, so conviction won't be hard for you. You, you know, you're going to pass the message right along with your eyes because they'll dance when you say it. What if yeah. OP's grandfather says, 
you know what? If that man is your father, I want nothing to do with you. I don't think that's possible. But let's imagine what if. Okay. Then, then that's on him. That's on him. I'm, it's his loss. It's his loss. This is something that, you know, she, she's not being manipulated by the gifts that he's giving her with school and all that. that that's, not what, that's not what this is about. He does that out of love, not because of anything else. He is, and when she says, I am your granddaughter, mm-hmm. I love you. And this has nothing to do with anything against my love for you or punishing my biological father. This is simply as this man is my dad. He was there daily, and I have to do this. Mm -hmm. And I hope you'll understand. And I do believe that's the script. I'm not trying to... Be be a writer of a. <laughs> You're not putting words in her mouth. No, but their I, mouth. I think I that think... you can you can feel where where I'm going with this, and I think it will. I work. don't think they they never they never mention gender. So their mouth, his mouth, her mouth, their mouth. No gender is mentioned. So, yeah, I think rightfully so. Uh, so when asking OP, do you have an ideal outcome? I'd love if I could be adopted by stepdad and have grandpa be happy for me. I just don't see it ending like that. I'm not really good when it comes to talks about this matter since it has always been a sensitive subject for me. But I am firm on my decision and I would love some advice from you on all how to get this conversation started. Would I be in the wrong for turning, quote, against my grandpa and his family just because my dad left? Help. Would your advice change at all? No. On to the next one. Okay. <laughs> no, that's that's it. That's it. That's all I have, actually. So we did. So this is really the the beginning. This is the beginning. And we'll we see if it takes root. <laughs> that's the first episode of Father Knows Something. Well, we'll see what he really knows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we shall. Um, we would absolutely love for you guys to engage with us on Instagram, YouTube. Give your takes on these stories, and let's uh, and, and put my ha- dad's knowledge to the test. And if you have if you have concerns or things you want to ask, write in. Write in. But um, that's all I got. Do you have a sign off? I never knew. I I didn't wasn't prepared. <laughs> <laughs> but. Thanks for coming into our home, and I I hope it helps. Solid. Bye, guys. Good evening. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.